Chestnut Hill Technologies is a leading technology integration and cybersecurity consulting firm based in the Boston area and owned by a BC alum. CHT provides world-class strategy and consulting to Fortune 500 and mid-cap firms throughout New England and nationally, including State Street Bank, Amaj Pharma, and Intel Corporation. Check them out at chestnuthilltechnologies.com. That's chestnuthilltechnologies.com. Hello, everybody. Mike Galtieri here. Welcome back for another Lights, Camera, Sports podcast presented by Chestnut Hill Technologies. I'm your host, Mike Galtieri. So lucky to be back for another Minutes with Mew. As we're joined by Scott Mushin. You know him, former Boston College quarterback, now working with Learfield, covering the games on radio and streaming. Uh, so nice of him to join us. Before I get to Scott, just want to remind everybody, if you're a BC football fan, you got to join the BC Football Gridiron Club. That's bcfootballgridiron.com for more details. They got tailgates, pregame for home and away games, all the email newsletters. It's the spot to be. Uh, that's bcfootballgridiron.com for more details. Okay, with that now, we bring in Scott Mutrin and Scott BC. Nice W, 27-24, a tale of two halves. Uh, BC beats Virginia and approves uh, to two and three in the season on, and a one and two in conference play. Yeah, it was a, like you said, it was a good second half. There were good moments there ending the, the first half, minus the uh, the Hail Mary play there that closed it out. But, uh, you know, the, the frustrating part was, I think, seeing the slow start from BC. They didn't, you know, seem to have a lot of juice, but that all changed in the, uh, in the second half, and they, they really played with a lot of energy on both sides of the football and really started to uh, execute on the line of scrimmage, I think, on both sides. There are some good adjustments made by both the offense and the defense going into uh, the second half. Okay, Thomas Castellanos is a former QB yourself. He threw for 183 yards, two TDs. Uh, how do you evaluate him? Is he kind of, you think, molding his way into this and getting comfortable with the starting position? I think he's still growing. You know, I had a couple interceptions there that he would like to have back. One was on fourth down, which was which was okay, and the second one is just not being able to see a backside linebacker on on a route. So that's something that's part of the, the maturation process. As he gets more and more comfortable and more and more game reps, he'll he'll be able to see the whole field a little bit better. But he's so dynamic running the football that he he made some great plays with his legs again uh, this weekend. I think. Uh, Steve Shimko, the offensive coordinator, did a really good job in the second half of changing some scheme up to get him get him downfield and get him out of the pocket, and that really proved to be beneficial because then it opened up some of the other passing lanes as well as the, the other part of the running game with, with Pat Garwo, who had a great second half for the Eagles, which was nice to see after you know about a year and a half of not seeing that same running back that we saw a couple years ago. It was good to see him get back on track. Yeah, that's a, that's a really good point. Do you think it was the offensive line as well really helped him out? Yeah, Virginia was doing some interesting things up front that was causing some issues with BC. They were getting some penetration, and BC changed their scheme to take advantage of that in the second half, which was great to see. They saw some, some things that they could do, and they really committed to being physical at the point of attack. And that really set the tone. The first drive of the second half, BC, although they only get a field goal, really took over the line of scrimmage and never let it go for the rest of the game. And that was great to see. And that's, that's the type of effort you expect from a, the offensive line at Boston College. But 
You also saw it on the defensive side uh, this this game. You saw they only I think they only gave up about 49 or 50 59 yards of total offense in the second half to Virginia. So kudos to them to them as well for making those adjustments and, and slowing Virginia down. And how about on the receiving? Lewis Bonds, seven passes, 104 yards, touchdown. He's really emerged this year, Scott. Yeah, he was the spark plug. I kind of said that during the broadcast. He was the guy that got, got everyone going. He makes some great plays after the catch. It, you know, he's a different type of receiver than Zay Flowers. He's, he's a little bit bigger. He's got a little more power to him, but he's very smooth when he runs. And he did a really, really good job of you know, getting the offense going. He's great after the catch. He's made some tough catches in, tra- in traffic. And, I mean, hey, he's got five touchdowns on the year. That's, that's nothing to scoff at. He's made some big plays for the Eagles and hopefully looking to solidify himself as the number one option for that offense. And then on the other side of the ball, BC's defense, how do you grade them out? Obviously allowing 24 points. Um, but it seemed like they did settle down, obviously, in the second half. Yeah, I think the biggest thing for the for the defense is they did a good job of mitigating the turnovers. The offense, offense had four turnovers, and usually when you get those four turnovers, that tends to lead to a lot of points in the game because it's probably a short field and gives the offense an opportunity to to, to put some more points on the board. And they did a good job of really holding the line there. Uh, the defensive line really got after it. I would say. You know, you could go across the board. Every one of them had some big plays. Donovan Azaraku had his best game of the season. Uh, they had five sacks on the day. I think they had four on the year going into it. So to, to have that, that dynamic play with the defensive line and not have to use blitz or pass rush um, tricks to get there was, was good to see. It was good to see the defense really rally. Elijah Jones with a big interception in the second half that led to points. So a lot of, lot of juice that really came in. <laughs> Uh, to the game. It was great to see the second half, the emotion that that defense played with. You haven't seen that at all this year. So hopefully that's something that can build on and, and a positive thing that, that can get those guys going because I think they may be struggling with some confidence and wondering why things weren't working out as maybe they were practicing and hoping for. So to see them to see them get some positive movement on, on that side was, was really a, a good sign. And then on special teams, of course, Liam Cotter, a nice 42-yard field goal to uh, win the game with 2-11 remaining to give BC the lead. Uh, just how do you evaluate the entire special teams unit? Yeah, yeah. I, was, I wish I could say I was very, very confident when he lined that up, but I wasn't. It's was tough to watch those kicks, but, uh, you know, kudos to Liam for, for banging that through. He, no one really expected him to be in the mix this year, and he's done, he's done a good job that way. Uh, so it was good to see... Uh, and then, you know, just talk about how was Coach Halfley. You, you, you talked to him, Scott, at halftime on the sidelines and as well as post game. Just kind of give us a behind the scenes look with his emotions uh, after the game. Obviously, relieved to get the W. Well, at halftime, he was definitely frustrated. There's no reason for a Hail Mary pass to be caught there. They had plenty of guys back there. They didn't, they didn't make a play on the ball, and he was frustrated about that. You could see that. You're wondering how BC was going to come out. They haven't had a tendency to come out strong in the second half, both sides of the football. And they did the complete opposite of that this, this week against Virginia. And they really came with some spirit and some emotion. At the end of the game, I think he was definitely relieved to get a win, probably frustrated with the two late fumbles that BC was really going to kind of put the game away. And then you get a Garwo fumble and then a Joe Griffin fumble that really let Virginia tie the game. But 
kudos to the team for responding and putting that drive together to get that la- you know that that field goal at the end to give them the, the win. But definitely frustrated with with the penalties, uh, encouraging that. Uh, excuse me, frustrating with the turnovers. But you know they they made not as many penalties, which was good to see. So there there's some growth. There's some still some frustrations that still haven't played a complete clean game yet that I think he's looking for and hoping for. But, you know, definitely happy to get a win for the kids because anytime you can get something positive, especially in conference play, it doesn't matter in any way, shape, or form. When that happens, that's something that you can hang your hat on and at least celebrate for the night. Yeah, that was the next question. Talk about what it means to get that first conference win. I think that means a lot. for You know, ACC win, get going, get some momentum. Uh, your thoughts on that first ACC win? Chestnut Hill Technologies is a leading technology integration and cybersecurity consulting firm based in the Boston area and owned by BC alum. CHT provides world-class strategy and consulting to Fortune 500 and mid-cap firms throughout New England and nationally, including State Street Bank, Amaj Pharma, and Intel Corporation. Check them out at chestnuthilltechnologies.com. That's chestnuthilltechnologies.com. Yeah, you know, it's funny. Everyone goes into that game and they, they're upset that BC's down. And then they're upset that BC doesn't win by more. And the, one of the biggest conversations I've had is you don't get bonus points for winning by 30, right? You don't get an extra you know, wins in the column for winning by more. A win's a win. you got to be able to, to take that, process it, learn from it, move on. But anytime you win in the conference, that matters. That adds, that adds to the, the team's confidence, which is something that can be very fragile at moments, and confidence is fleeting. It can come and go pretty easily, so to be able to, to get that you know, notch, even at home against a, a struggling Virginia team, it's better than the alternative, I can say that. And I think it's also important, you know, they had a tough loss against Florida State, a tough loss against Louisville. They're losing back home in the first half of Virginia. You know, it was a kind of, it's a critical game in the season. I give the, the BC players credit, maybe Coach Halfley as well, uh, if the team didn't fold up the tent and give up and just kind of roll over and get another L, they came back and strong and got the victory. So I, I think that the players obviously respect the coaching staff and uh, they give them credit for coming on strong, turning it around. Yeah, that was great to see for them. It was They, they could have gone the other way pretty easily. Exactly. They're going against you. You get a couple turnovers. You give up a Hail Mary to end the half when you feel like you really had a nice drive to get it to a one-score game and you're going to get the ball to start the second half. That's you know that's usually a good sign, and then to have the tables turned on them um, was frustrating, and sometimes that can that can send some bad momentum, as I've said. And luckily, they didn't let that get to them, and they were able to, to kind of reset and come back out with a, with a good 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 game plan for the second half. And then some good news I've heard too. Uh, maybe get your thoughts on the injury, the collision, Ryan O'Keefe. He was on the ground for ten minutes. Just your thoughts. It looks like he was released. From Mass General is back on campus, for, for, uh, so he's doing hanging in there. Okay, but your thoughts on that injury? Yeah, Scott? that was scary. You see that anytime you see helmet to helmet hit, it wasn't intentional by any way. It was just unfortunate. The part of the game, the, the the violent, brutal game at times, and good to see Ryan back and on campus and, and and back with his teammates. I think they all really, really you know were worried about him when he got hurt. Right? Both you know both both teams were and. It's a scary thing. It's unfortunate that, that it had to happen, but glad to see that it's nothing serious. 
Okay, now we shift gears. Kind of a fun game, right? Army at West Point, local, pretty local game. Hopefully, it's beautiful weather, a great venue. Uh, Army is two and two on the season. Um, just your your thoughts on the uh, playing Army, and uh, they're coming off a loss against Syracuse two weeks ago, twenty nine to sixteen. Yeah, a tough team. They gave Syracuse all they could handle. They're a big uh, ball possession team. They're going to run the football. They're going to run it a lot. They're going to have long drives, you know, constantly getting three to four yards. They don't really have a lot of explosive plays, but they stay on the field. They're disciplined. They make, they play with a lot of emotion and tenacity. So you got to be able to match that with them and you got to be able to, to stop them and force them to play from behind, which they're not comfortable with. So that really starts with having a really good start and putting some points on the board and then kind of just staying ahead of them and not let them get comfortable and do what they want to do, which is run the ball and eat the clock. And I think it's also too some important too to get some revenge. I think I believe I'm right, but BC lost to Army last time in Army, so that can't happen. I think BC's really got to bounce back in that regard. Yeah, it was a really tough loss too. It, they found a way to lose that game. It was a frustrating game. They they had a chance to close out the game, and they they just made some mistakes where they weren't able to you know finish them off, get you know punt, and I think something went bad in a punt after that and they stopped them on downs and then gave the ball back it was just one of those kind yeah. of comedy of errors but luckily it's a you know it's a different team it's a long time ago so bc's got to be able to go in a, in a great environment you know beautiful place in west point to go there and be able to just put on a solid full game effort and a, and a solid performance to finish with on the road is huge it's going to be interesting to see after that tough louisville loss to see how bc responds to being on the road again i think that's going to be a great challenge for them and they need to they need to step up and they need to to keep things going in the right direction here and and just get a win it's not again it's not about how how pretty it is or by how many points just go on the road and get out of there with the win and you got me thinking scott did you ever play army during your career we did uh we played them a couple times uh my freshman year we played them out in army and that was a great game. We won. We won pretty handily that game. And then we played in my sophomore year. Uh, that was a tough game. I think we lost forty nine to seven. That was a tough one. I didn't play that game, but we were down forty two nothing at half. That wasn't. Wow. That wasn't a treat. But they're always a tough team to play against, and they're, you know, they're always going to pose like this is recess for them when they get out to play. So they're going to play hard, and they're going to play the entire sixty minutes of the game because they, you know. This is their time to get away, and that's their that's just the spirit of, of Army and how they play. And can, can you let the fans know what West Point's like watching a the game there and playing? Well, it's picturesque right there on the Hudson. It's just a beautiful place to be in the in the fall, and it's a, it's just a great a great place to go with so much tradition and so much history there. You you have to just enjoy the moment and, and soak it all in, but realize that you're there on a business trip to go play and win a football game. Yeah, so it's also, too, logistically, you're probably excited. It's a pretty local trip for you as well there. Yeah, I, I like the close road trips. I'm not going to lie to you. Those are always fun for me. To be able to either to drive a car to a game is, is pretty nice. We don't have many of those on the schedule, so uh, to be able to go by car is going to be nice. And then just to kind of wrap everything else, Scott, how was the tailgate scene in Chestnut Hill this past week in Virginia, and uh, what was the whole vibe like with your eats? 
parents weekend a lot of the parents were out in full effect uh, a lot of the parents getting after it with their with their children and students it was always good to see i think some parents at the hot tub time machine and uh were enjoying themselves but the crowd was good the crowd was energized you know they're there the whole game cheering the eagles on which is great to see anytime you get that support as a player you love it you want to have that home field advantage and have the crowd into it and the crowd stayed and supported the team which is always great to see and the, the team gave them an effort and gave them a performance that was worthy of them staying and cheering so that that was great as well and then what about for west point are you gonna get any re- any restaurants before or are you gonna go down the morning of the game to to no i'm planning on going down on friday i have a great opportunity to um to have dinner with my high school coach who just retired after 40 some years of coaching uh, at my high school he's going to be he's going to be in town with another one of my uh, coaches that I had in high school they're coming to, to see the game because another um, high school um, I can't call him a teammate because he's, he's older than I am but he's the athletic director at Army so um, he, he they're going they were there to visit him and the fortunate aspect to come see me as well is some added Adam incentive. I'm really excited to see him. He's such a great guy. Was such a big uh, coach, Chuck Collins. There's just such a big influence on my life, not just as a player, but but as a man. Uh, to see him and thank him and hug him, I, I tell him, you know, my I try to raise my boys in the mold in which he, you know, the influences that he gave me, and you know, he had a chance to meet them a couple years ago, and it was one of my proud moments as a dad to kind of thank him. You know, you didn't have to say it. He's not one of those those guys. He's you know an outstanding, outstanding man. But to thank him and to show him, you know, how he affected my life is, uh, it's going forward into, uh, I guess the uh, the next generation. It's my son that he he influenced me in so many ways that I can never really repay him for. But you know, hopefully, just follow the lessons that he gave me. Yeah, wow, that's great. And you, are your sons going to go down with you too this weekend? You think? Nope, they're going to be busy. They got their own stuff going on, whether it's football or hockey. They're 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 going to be tied up with stuff. That's that's kind of just a fact of life of where I'm at right now. But uh, you know, they met him, and that's that's always something I'll always hold hold cherished and uh, in my heart. So this might be your biggest road trip of the year, the most special one actually, the night before the game, right? This sure beats out Louisville yeah. or whatever. <laughs> right, I would say special wise, yes. You know, it's going to be you know that. There you go. Well, BC beats Virginia 27-24, 2-3 on the year. And now Army next weekend, 12 noon. You can catch Scott Mutrin uh, on Learfield covering the game uh, with John Mediaparel, Pete Cronin, and company. Always a great time. And, Scott, thank you so much for joining us. Have a great broadcast Saturday versus Army. Thanks, Mike. Appreciate it. Chestnut Hill Technologies is a leading technology integration and cybersecurity consulting firm. Based in the Boston area and owned by a BC alum, CHT provides world-class strategy and consulting to Fortune 500 and mid-cap firms throughout New England and nationally, including State Street Bank, Amaj Pharma, and Intel Corporation. Check them out at chestnuthilltechnologies.com. That's chestnuthilltechnologies.com.